It's the MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show with Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, Lance, and good morning, everybody. Welcome to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Jeff Blankman with you on this Saturday morning. Um, we've got uh, Craig Rowetter sitting across from us. He's going to be joining us here in just a couple of moments to talk about the Carroll Tigers' big win over Sergeant Bluff Luton last night as they wrapped up a playoff, actually wrapped up a 5-4 and four overall record. Ryan Steinkamp from Kemper will join us after that. We'll talk to him about their big playoff win last night as they roll by Emmitsburg. We'll also talk cross-country to Thomas Nelson. They had a really good state qualifying meet on Wednesday, getting three kids through. Kemper volleyball team advances into the regional semifinals. Rusty Wintermote will join us. Michaela Clink from the Carroll volleyball team going to join us. Their season came to an end in a regional semifinal on Thursday night. We'll wrap up the season with her. And Deb Danner, Carol Girl Swim Coach, also going to be joining us coming up. They uh, got one more meet ready in the regular season coming up Tuesday. Then they head into the postseason. So we wish them the best of luck. We'll look forward to talking to Deb coming up here in just a little bit. We're going to run you through all of our scores from our area districts last night. We'll start off in the playoffs, Class 1A. Uh, it was the Kemper Knights again beating Emmitsburg 35-8. to uh, We'll find out this morning at 10 o'clock who Kemper will play in the second round of the playoffs uh, coming up a little bit later on this morning. Again, that is going to be released at 10 o'clock this morning. Elsewhere in 1A, it was Isak falling to West Sioux 58-0. South Central Calhoun lost up at Western Christian 36-18. ACGC down trainer 34-29. South Hamilton knocked off Ridgeview 54-12. Underwood rolls by I-35 49-17. Appleton Parkersburg down to Eagle Grove 40, uh, 56-8. And at Woodward Granger knocks off at West Central Valley 34-2-3. Class A action. It was AHST of Walnut uh, over at Westwood of Sloan at 46-21. Tri-Center falls to Galen Catholic 40-22. Loma loses to Hinton 46-22. And Woodbury Central blanks at South O'Brien 42-0. In eight-man. Audubon falls to Remsen St. Mary 76 to nothing. It was uh, West Harrison beating Bedford 29-27. Newell Fonda over Harris Lake Park 55-26. GTRA down Kingsley Pearson 50 to 34 and Camadita knocked off at Baxter 56 to 38. Class 1A District 1 Sergeant Bluff Luton of Falls Carol Tigers pick up a big win last night. They finished 5 and 4, winning that one 24 to 19. Sioux Center uh, beat MOC Floyd Valley 21 to 20. They claim the district title MOC C. Floyd Valley is the two seed as Boyd Null Rock Valley beat Bishop Heenland last night 25-24 to to get their first district win of the year. Now, if you're looking for all of the scores, all of the scores throughout the entire state available for you on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com. Our player of the game photos from the South Central Calhoun, Kemper, and Carroll games all up on the uh, sports.1380kcim.com website. Also on the Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. You can find them as well on my Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat page. You can also find the audio broadcast of all three of our broadcasts last night available on the website at sports.1380kcim.com. And I will get a full recap of all of the games that uh, were played locally last night, all four of them, and I'll get those up, actually all five of them, and I'll get those up coming up on the website throughout the weekend on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com. Need to step away, Craig Rowetter, he's waiting. We'll talk to him next about Carroll football. That's coming up for you here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop 
for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Carroll Tigers closed out the football season last night with a very nice win, knocking off Sergeant Bluff Luton, actually knocking them out of the playoffs. The final there, 24-19. Let's talk right now with the Tigers head football coach, Craig Rowetter, who is joining us. And, Coach, first, congratulations on that win last night. What a performance by your ball club. And, second, thanks for joining us here today. Yeah, you bet, Jeff. Again, thanks for all the coverage that you do, that you've done all season long. And, um, yeah, it was a great great way to um for our seniors to go out on senior night with a big win last night uh, coach you know, what was the difference for you guys last night uh you, you know you'd struggled a little bit the last couple of weeks against good teams i think those games closer than maybe the final score indicated but what was the difference for you guys that uh, allowed you to pick up the win um you know we just credit to the kids they they believed in the game plan we knew we knew going in we had to run the football in order to you know, have a chance. If uh, if it turned into a shootout, there wasn't a there. I didn't see a scenario where we were going to win. Um, trying to go toe to toe with with their offense, you know, just going scoring back and forth. So, um, you know, our guys buckled in. They knew, you know, we had a couple new faces in there, but um, you know, they stayed to the game plan, and we, you know, never never really wavered. We, you know, kept running running the ball, ran, ran it well, uh, made a couple adjustments inside by the by our line every time they came off you know they had good info for us um on what they thought was working and um then it's always nice to have you know jack white back there at quarterback he uh he just kind of orchestrated a great game he always has the green light you know to change change the play or uh you know situation get us in a better spot and he even altered the snap count a couple times and, and drew him off sides on some big third third and short and that kind of just gave us a you know a free five yards and a first down so um it was really really fun to see everything kind of come together at the right time usually i start at the beginning of the game and kind of work forward but i'm going to start more towards the end of the game here with you coach uh down 12 10 at the end of the third but you were threatening you were at the three yard line scored right away there in the fourth quarter to take the lead but uh then you, you you double it up to 24 to 12 um what went well um what what started to click for you guys in the fourth quarter how were you able to build that lead um you know we just we just stayed with the the game plan it wasn't anything fancy we're um you know we knew they had that really good uh defensive end um the luck luke in or luck and kid uh, number 55 and we we did we just kind of played keep away we waited to see where he was and um, got some really good down blocks out of our tight end, uh, Peyton Wardell. Him and Noah Henders kind of took care of their opposite side defensive end. And then you had, you know, in our wishbone set, you had Cooper Ludwig and uh, Peyton Peterson kind of doing our kick out. And then Reese, you know, Reese is always dangerous with the ball in his hand. So, um, you know, we just stuck to the game plan. And they, you know, credit to our guys, too, after they marched down right there after half or right after the half, they marched down the score to take the lead. You know, our, our guys didn't even blink. They just they knew we'd go back at it and, and march it down, just kind of trading blows with them. And um, so our guys had confidence, and that, that was fun to watch. Able to run the football, so it sounds like you guys you really controlled the line of scrimmage. Even though uh, it's funny, I ran into you last night. We were both out grabbing a little bit of food after after the games, uh, uh, you know, and everything. When I got back last night, we ran into each other. You got you we, you had talked about them in, in a four man front with me in the pregame, but they came out and gave you a different look. But it didn't matter. You guys still able to establish that run game? Yeah, they just kind of they 
we uh in, which is always kind of um you know you don't know which way it's going to go with with we had Mox Overding in there getting his first start at center and again just another one of those sophomores <laughs> uh, that got, gets thrown in the fire and he, he is pretty confident that he's going to have a little help from you know you you'd always be pretty confident if you knew Colton Whelan's next to you and can help you out a little bit but all of a sudden they line up for the first snap and they got a guy right over the top of Mox solo one on one and it's like all right we're gonna have baptism by fire here so <laughs> but you know great job out of Mox last night um you know didn't really never had any questions and you know just just went to work and and really held their that point of attack at bay and then we could you know double up to linebackers with the other guys and stuff so yeah the the run game was clicking. Up twenty four twelve they score to make it twenty four nineteen. What happened after that? You know, I, you know, I, I wasn't at the game, as you know. Uh, Tom Hawkap had the call, so kind of let anybody know that you know maybe that wasn't there or wasn't listening to your game last night. Uh, how'd you guys hold on there down the stretch? Yeah, we uh, so they they did score to um, get there within one score, and they did the onside kick. So we had our hands team uh, first time, kind of crazy. First time you needed it, you know, is <laughs> week nine, but we practice it every week. Um, so, so we had our guys in position, and um, they kind of tried to do a little squib, just a dribbler right down the middle. I don't, I don't think it would have got ten yards, but Peyton Wardell was uh, sitting there ready and just just pounced on it, just so we didn't have any questions. <laughs> so, um, and then we did. We were just they had one timeout uh, remaining, so we we were confident just chewing clock, and then we got within fourth and two, um, and we had actually hit a, we had actually. Um, done a fake punt earlier in the game with re i mean when when you got reese back there it's kind of like cheating um <laughs> as far as you're pretty confident you can get a couple yards but uh so we hit one fake punt earlier in the game and uh they so it was fourth and two and we dialed it up again um you know the, i got the the double look by coach shable because he's in charge of the punt but i gave the green light to go for the win and uh you know it came up just short and we we did have a penalty called or something it was, it was kind of chaos there for a little bit. Nobody really knew exactly what was called, but um, and then credit to the defense. You know, I again, the, they just played lights out all night to to hold that team, that type of team, uh, you know, to twelve points until the they gave up the one at the end. But um, that was just an outstanding job by them, and they they tried some deep shots there at the end, and kind of was kind of went to Tate Schleisman's side every time, and. Um, Tate stepped up big time and swatted away every time and ended up taking the knee at the end for the win. Coach, you, you and I were talking the other day, 5-4, and four, so much better than 4-5, and five, you get it. Um, what, what a good year for you guys. I know you'd like to have been in the playoffs, but uh, got to like the way this team went out and played uh, each and every week. You guys were in so many of those games. Uh, this, team, this team could have been 8-1 and one if the ball bounces your way a couple of different times. Yeah, it's you know, and again, credit to credit to the leadership we had on the team um, with the, the seniors that we had, and um, yeah, football is a game of inches, and, and that definitely was the tale of the season. You know, we we were in a once at one point every 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 game we were you know that we dropped, we were within the score at the end, so we had a chance. We which was 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 a nice thing to see from a year ago. A year ago, we were kind of on the, some of those losses. It was pretty lopsided. Um, you know, we turned around a 62 to 6 thrashing from Boyden Hall Rock Valley and flipped the script on them this year to put running clock on them. And 
again up at Sergeant Bluff last year, they brought they brought back dang near every you know ninety percent of the same team from last year, uh, and that beat us forty two to seven, and then to be able to flip the script on them as well, it just uh, speaks volumes about our kids. Coach, uh, not a real big senior class uh, and stuff, uh, but I'm going to try to run through them all and just get your thoughts as a group here uh, as we wind down. Uh, Morgan Steyer, Jack White, uh, McKinnon Davis, uh, Drake Burnett, uh, Trey Hunter, um, Blake Hyman. Um, sorry, folks, I'm kind of looking down the roster here. Austin Tiggis. Um, you had Colton Whelan, uh, Trevor Schrader. Uh, and also uh, Dominic Sims and, and, and Brayton Treadway. Uh, hopefully I didn't miss anybody. Uh, but uh, a special group, uh, it sounds like the leadership that you got out of this group this year was just great. Yeah, it was. And, again, you know, for the the small number, smallest group of seniors we've had since I've been um, on staff anyway. But uh a good group of of supporting cast and you know and that starts with our our senior captains there with Brighton Treadway and Dominic Sims uh Colton Whelan and Jack White you know they they set the tone um you know for our requirements they were in the weight room all summer long um you know and, and did things the right way and what what we expect and you know and again we went a little sideways there with some close losses um and you could always things could go south especially after last week you know when you you pretty much know or you we did know um, that you're not in the playoffs, you're not in the playoff picture. Um, you can, you know, you can pack up shop and, and be ready for basketball or wrestling season or, or get back to work. And, you know, and those guys did. They they knew, like you said, five and four is a lot better than four and five and kind of setting the, maintaining the standards that we're trying to set here with the football program. And, um, again, looking forward to, to next year with, you know, really good numbers in that, those lower classes, the uh, the current freshmen, uh, they won last night to uh, 20, 28, I think, to six, so over Sergeant Bluff. So, um, you know, good things coming from there. And I think our, I believe our eighth grade group was undefeated too. So, and there was good numbers there. So, a lot of good things looking, you know, looking forward with the Carroll Tigers. Well, Coach, as always, it's fun to catch up with you. Appreciate uh, everything you've done for us here at Carol Broadcasting all season long. Hard to believe that uh, this is our last interview for the fall, but thanks again for everything. Congratulations, and uh, hopefully to see you at the All Rewind festivities coming up again on uh, November the 6th. Yeah, you bet. And, uh, again, thanks for all the coverage. I don't think people, uh, you know, not everybody at least, realizes how spoiled we are with, <laughs> with the type of coverage our kids and, t- and teams get. and. Uh, we appreciate all that, and yeah, looking forward to the all rewind stuff. And I'm sure we'll I'll be in the the gymnasiums here between basketball and wrestling, and I'll we'll we'll cross many a time. So uh, we're ready for that, and go Tigers! I tell you what, I'm looking I'm looking forward. I know how good of a football coach you are. I want to see you coach volleyball that day. We're going to have a coach one of that uh, boys volleyball all star teams for the seniors that day. So I, I want to see your volleyball knowledge that day. Uh, I know you hit it over the net, keep it inbounds, and if you get the chance, try to hit it really hard at the ground. But that's 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 why my daughter didn't mind uh, me sitting in the stands for volleyball because I just kept my mouth shut. I don't really know a whole, whole lot besides get it over the net, keep it inbounds. Well, maybe Olivia could give you some lessons between now and then, Coach. I'll need them. Craig Rowetter joining us again on this is Saturday morning. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. Where can I go to find answers about Medicare prescription drug plans? My medications have gotten so expensive, I just can't afford to take them all. Is there any help? 
Answers to these and other Medicare questions can be found by meeting with Nancy Danner, Manning Regional Healthcare Center's new Senior Health Insurance Information Counselor. Danner is at MRHC to meet with individuals every Wednesday by appointment. Call 712-655-2072. Kepper Knights advanced last night in the Class 1A playoffs. Pretty dominant uh, 35-8 victory last night uh, against uh, Emmonsburg as the Knights got up 35 to nothing early in the third quarter and then just kind of let this one roll away. Joining us right now to talk about that win, head coach Ryan Steinkamp. Coach, first of all, congrats. Nice win last night, uh, and thanks for joining us here on this Saturday morning. Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff, for having me. Coaches, you've had a little bit more time to reflect on the game than you did when I caught you just a few minutes after the game on the sidelines last night. Uh, Got to be still happy about this. Uh, you, you win, you advance, you get another game, and, and, and I think the team played well, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, you know, the playoff time of year, you know, you don't want, you don't care how it, yeah, how it gets done, you know, you just want to you know, be able to move on to the next round. So I was really happy the way the guys played, you know. Oh, overall, they took care of business. And uh, yeah, I thought the defense played lights out. I was really pleased with how the kids, you know, they, they communicated, they adjusted. Um, that, that was awesome. I talked with you a little bit last night. Emmitsburg, not a team that throws it very much. They come out, they, they win the flip of the coin, they take the football. You said last night you guys got ahead and had an idea that they were going to try something, and they did. They went deep down the sidelines. You had it red. Um, you intercepted it with a DJ Vanami. Uh, what else stood out for you about the way your defense played and, and the fact that they came out and tried to do something that really probably haven't done all year and you guys were so well prepared and, and, and the guys executed? Um, you know, we have, we have some pretty smart kids on their defense. You know, a lot of times, you know, I'll, I'll get their input on it too, like, what, what, you know, a certain checks. Like, you guys want to do this? You want to switch it up like that? And, you know, they're the ones on the field and they'll kind of tell me, like, what they feel more comfortable with. And, you know, we kind of made, after that second drive, we got a couple first downs. We, we made a switch that we talked about. And then from then on out, um, you know, the, the kids pretty much um, uh, were in control. They didn't move the ball really at all against you. You guys got that pick early, uh, unable to convert, turned it over on downs. Uh, but you make another stop, uh, you, you force the punt, and, and then you get the option to Tavanami from DJ, and and uh, he got the sidelines. Uh, we talked last night about his speed. Uh, he's such a physical guy, but he's got good speed once he gets up to speed a little bit, but uh, had to have some really good blocking on the edge for that play to work as well. Yeah, the receivers out there did a great job. You know, it's it awesome to see those guys, you know, they work hard on each day too, and it, it was great to see them um, open that up for, for Tay. Who anybody specific block real well for you? Do you feel last night on the edge uh, or, yeah. or even downfield? Trevor Ryle and Kobe Wayman both do a great job for us. You know they they work on other senior leaders. They do they do a great job at all times. Coach up seven to nothing going into the second quarter. I thought that's where you guys really blew it open. It was a twenty eight to nothing game at the halftime. You got a blocked punt, uh, turned that into points. Uh, the offense kind of got going a little bit. Um, what started to work? What was the difference in the second quarter compared to the first quarter where you were able to get the offense going? Um, you know, field position was, you know, a huge part of it, too. And I think, you know, they, they kind of they put some more extra DBs back there, too, and, they, you know, they didn't count for the quarterback running it. You know, DJ's a great runner. And, you know, he, just, he, went out, he went out there and made some, made some plays with his feet, and you know, a lot of that came down from um, good blocking overall. You know, his, he kind of had a timer in his head, and he kind of took off and ran, and, and, and it worked well. One thing that really impresses with me about DJ, you know, is on passing downs. Um, man, sometimes he's got to scramble. He's really good at extending plays and, and not just extending plays and taking off running, you know, and stuff. Um, he does a good job of keeping his eyes downfield. I, I know there was one time 
I think it was Ben Gherkin uh, cut across the middle open as he was kind of drifting over towards your guys' sidelines, and uh, he left it maybe a little bit high on that, But uh, and, and it, Ben kind of got sandwiched as he tried to catch that one. But, man, he does such a good job of, of keeping his eyes downfield and, and, and kind of working guys open with that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he, you know, he, he can... You never want kids really throwing it across his body, but he's got good arm strength where he can, you know, going left or right, he's able to make those throws. And, you know, we we get that, we, we do that drill quite a bit, you know, where extend plays, extend plays, and find out if I got two. That's just when the kids be kids. Coach, uh, trying to work the outside a little bit last night, especially early in the game, you and I kind of talked about that in the, the scoreboard show interview last night. Uh, you know, what was it? Was, was it just their physical size in the middle that made you guys decide to kind of work the edges early in the game? Yeah, I mean they had some big boys in there, you know. Too, we kind of felt like we could take advantage of the outside, and um, that's 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 where we uh, executed well. You mentioned the defense. We talked a little bit about that. Uh, even their run game. I said something to you last night. They didn't have a drive in the first half where they picked up more than one first down. So even if they'd get an eight yard gain on first, and then maybe gain three on second down to get a first down, that next set of downs, you guys stuffed them, and it had to start up front defensively. Who played well yeah. for you? Who played well for you up front defensively, and then and then the linebackers filling. I mean, honestly, I thought I thought they all played great in there. You know. Um, Kyle Sundrup had a very good game. Evan Adams played well. Will Hilly, um, you know, Jace Prudick um, gave us some great reps in there. Then uh, I thought one of the Nolan uh, Simons, senior kid that works his tail off, came off the bench and he played. He played awesome in there for us at D line. And I thought all the linebackers, you know, between um, Chris Moore, uh, Max Pedic, Will Simons, Jake Robeck, filled filled very well. And that was just it's good to see them playing downhill like that. And that all that all starts the D line. Got a little bit banged up last night. Had some guys that uh, either didn't play, like Logan Sibanella, really most of the game, or guys Taven, I mean, Max Tepedig kind of went out as the game went on. Uh, healthy coming in next week, and, and then you had to have guys kind of switching roles and coming in and filling in new roles, and, and I thought everybody performed well for you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think, you know, I think everything's going to be pretty healthy next week, too. Looking forward, uh, looking forward to have, have some guys back, um, and it should be, should be a fun week. How important was it for you guys to get up thirty-five to nothing to get that uh, continuous clock when it was twenty-eight nothing at halftime, and then get the young guys in uh, really most of the fourth quarter to, to give those starters and some of those injured guys a little bit of a break? Yeah, it, 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 it felt pretty good too. We knew once we got them, got to that point, you know, um, that we could you know start getting some subs in, get the other guys reps, and rest some guys up too. So that, that, that was a uh, that, was, that was big. Coach, uh, young guys, uh, some of the guys that don't always get to see the field, uh, except for in games like last night. Uh, anybody jump off the board for you that played well last night? Um, you know, I thought you know all kind of reserve guys that popped in. I know they, they scored a late touchdown, but you know they our kids had those guys haven't seen that type of offense and actually stuffed them. They 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 had to earn that touchdown that they scored at the end there too. So those kids that was out there for not really repping that that, that type of defense we ran tonight. You know, I was, I was very pleased. You know, I saw. Some of the reserve guys came in there, like uh, uh, Michael Kaspar, Trigan Biter, um, Kent Sanders. Um, they made uh, uh, Carter Whelan. We had some really nice plays, and you know, we're, overall, you know, we didn't, we didn't want to give up that goose egg. But for those guys not really seeing that type of offense and practice this week, um, I was very happy with how they performed. You move in advance on. Don't know until about 10 o'clock this morning probably who you're going to play or who you'll play coming up next Friday. I get the sense for you guys it doesn't matter. Uh, you you just kind of got to go work yourself, do what you guys do, and, and go execute. 
yeah, I mean, being a two seed, we're probably going to face a one seed. I mean, we will face a one seed now, and you know, we're we're excited about any, uh, any opportunity that's presented to us. Coach, any chance you play at home, uh, or is it pretty much guaranteed you guys are on the road? Um, I I mean, I know that this side of the state, I know, uh, you know, one seed's lost, so I don't think I I don't presume so. I don't think so. Well, Coach, appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. I know you got to get prepping and, and get ready to go for next week. So appreciate all the time. Man, I'm looking forward to catching up with you and, and talking about this game uh, that you guys will have next Friday night during the middle of the week and, and then heading on to cover you guys on Friday night. So congrats on the win last night. Appreciate you giving us some time again here this morning. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Head Coach Ryan Steinkamp again with the Kemper Knights. Uh, we'll be back more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show. That's coming up next right here on KCIM. We're going to switch over. going to talk Kemper Cross Country. They had a great state qualifying meet on Wednesday. Thomas Nelson is set to join us next. It's that time of the year for comfort food. And you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. We are back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show talking at Cross Country with head coach Ed Thomas Nelson of the Kemper Knights. They had a great week on Wednesday uh, running, of course, uh, down at Glenwood at the state qualifying meet, sending three individuals, two boys and one girl, to the state meet. Uh, first of all, Coach, congratulations on a great season. It's not over yet, and I appreciate you joining us here this morning. It's always great to be here, and thank you very much. Coach, let's uh, let's start off with the boys. Uh, sending Ryan North and Jacob Graving uh, to the state. Uh, Ryan finishes eighth. Jacob eleventh uh, over at uh, Glenwood on Wednesday at that state qualifying meet. Had a feeling both of those guys would go as individuals, and they were able to go uh, and, and go and get through. Uh, looks like a good run for both of them on Wednesday. Yeah, so they they both PR'd, um, ran ran their best times ever, um, and, and we were really hoping that would happen here on this Glenwood course. Uh, it, it's known to be kind of a fast course, but as Jake has said a couple times, Andy said, you know, that's a really tough course. <laughs> um, and, and, and they just did a great job. They were really focused on, okay, we want to get out and get in position um, in that first mile. Um, and Ryan was pretty locked in. He was kind of in a battle in the six, seven, eight position. Um, and then there was a little gap behind them, and, and then Jake was with a pack of guys uh, that were about 13 through 17. Um, and, and, and that's kind of Jake's traditional race. He really likes to come on in that last uh, that last mile, so he kind of waited till then, and then made a really strong move and took care of all of them and worked his way down to 11. So they both ran great races. They've had great seasons, and then now they get to compete at the state. So we're very, very excited about that. What do you do with those guys to get them ready uh, for next Saturday? Uh, you know, our, our biggest thing now is we want fresh legs on Saturday. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to do, um, some, uh, kind of, uh, low level speed work, you know, not, not high, uh, quantities, uh, but just really working on locking in at the pace that we w- want to run on Saturday, you know, over shorter distances. Um, and, and really just trying to, you know, believe in all the training we've done, you know, for the last three, four months here, uh, and, and make sure that we come in fresh so we can have our best race. 
Coach for the other guys that ran on Wednesday, Thomas Potabon, 43rd, Fletch Bating, 47th, uh, Dayton Weeder in 49th, uh, Jacob McCarger, 66th, and Colton Hagen finished 79th. You and I were talking, you guys took 6th overall as a team, the top 3 go as teams. Uh, for those other guys and those younger guys, it was it was kind of going out and, you know, if you don't finish 3rd, the season's over. So those guys went out and, and kind of ran a different race maybe than what they'd run all year to try to get that 3rd place finish. Yeah, our mentality was, you know, we, we wanted to come and compete. Um, we, we knew uh, the three teams, the three tenant top 20 ranked teams that were ahead of us and were favored to go to state. Um, but we wanted to come in and, and try to, you know, take one of those spots. Uh, you know, our mentality was very much, uh, if we're not third, every other place is last. Um, so uh, we had, a, you know, Fletch, uh, Dayton, and Thomas. Uh, they went out with a goal. Of, of really following uh, ADMs, uh, three, four, and five guys uh, at whatever the cost. Um, and, and they ended up going out their first mile about 535, 540, uh, which is significantly faster than uh, they've been going uh, the first mile this season. And it, it probably cost them in, in, in the end. They all ran really good times. Thomas PR, uh, Dayton and Fletch were just off their PRs. Uh, but they probably would have ran a little better time uh, if they would have just said, well, I'm going to go run my regular race. Uh, but if we do that, uh, we probably didn't have any chance um, to try to push for that third spot. So it might have cost us some places, but in the end, uh, I was really happy to see them just be so willing. They, they knew the assignment going in, and, and they didn't blink. They said, okay, that's what we're going to do, uh, and, and we'll hold on as long as we can. And I think that was uh, a really awesome thing we tried. Uh, we just weren't quite there this year. Coach, so I was really happy with those guys, and, and Jacob and Colden had good races too. Coach, any of those guys going to stick around and, and, and kind of help practice with Ryan and Jacob, or is it going to just be Ryan and Jacob running kind of this week? Uh, we'll have different kids running with them uh, almost every day, uh, kind of as a volunteer basis, but uh, they, they will be around. We've got a couple guys who um, you know, are a little sore here or there, have been nicked up throughout the season, uh, and we'll have them probably come but, but not run. Uh, just so they can, you know, get healed up for their, their next um, sport. Um, but, yeah, they, they, we will have uh, fr- friends uh, at practice <laughs> running with those guys. Coach, over on the girls' side of things, uh, Marie Day, we knew she was going to make it and, and didn't disappoint. She went out and finished in eighth. Julia Candy, we knew, was going to be right on that edge, and she finished on the edge, finishing 17th, uh, just uh, outside of the top 15. So uh, disappointing for her, but uh, how did those two run, and, and, and how did Julia kind of come out of that, uh, you know, for next year? Um, They, they both had great races. Uh, you know, Marie uh, knew exactly uh, what she wanted to do. We've seen most of these teams outside of uh, Adele, you know, all the girls up there with her she was familiar with. She ran with the Atlantic girls again and, and placed kind of right where we thought she would, um, which, you know, uh, to, to do that and same thing with Ryan and Jake, uh, that, that takes incredible cons- consistency, and that just goes back to their training and their determination. Um, so she, she did great, and I'm really looking forward to see what she does, you know, next Saturday. Uh, Julia... Um, she knew coming in there was a big pack of girls, and she was going to have to get towards the front of them uh, that were going to be fighting for that, you know, 14, 15 uh, spot. Uh, she ended up about 12 seconds off. Uh, it was really unfortunate. She was uh, under the weather earlier in the week, uh, and it was also an incredibly, incredibly uh, difficult girls' district race uh, specifically. There were a lot of really quality teams there. Uh, so some of the teams, you know, Atlantic has been really good. You know, they finished fourth. Um, so just a ton of quality girls. I think Julia's biggest thing is we we just got to next season, you know, 
probably start maybe training a little earlier in the summer uh, and then trying to, you know, get her to uh, pick it up a little earlier in the season. Her last three races, uh, she's improved, you know, each time. So, you know, I I think maybe if districts is a week later, uh, she's in. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll make sure that's our goal next year and get her there then. Coach uh, Julia Craig, uh, 61st, uh, Callie Fernanding, uh, 66th, uh, Sophie Tidgren, 67th, Lydia Miner, 68th, and Kasaya Jansen, 72nd. So those girls did a really nice job, the way it looks like running in a pack on, on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, two meets in a row now. Every verse, I guess, Marie did not PR by two seconds but she PR'd massively last week. So to be within two seconds of it is great. Everyone else PR'd um, on the girls' varsity. Um, and we had some really, really good times. Some of the girls dropped a minute. Um, so uh, I, I was incredibly happy with, with how the girls ran, um, and I think it puts us as a team of, of seven in a really good position uh, moving forward next year. You know, And then we've got Lydia and Kaziah, who are both seniors. Um, and, and as a senior, to have your best race of the year, be, be your last race of cross country um, is, is a really special thing, and they've been an awesome part of our team, so I was really happy for them. Coach, looking at the weather for next Saturday, uh, when, when, the, when both uh, Marie and, and Jacob and, and Ryan run, looks like right now uh, they're talking mid-50s or so, so probably going to be a little cooler at the start of race time, but sounds like it should be really good re- weather to run in next week. Yeah, and we've been mid-50s, you know, we, we were there at, at Glenwood, you know, at Harlan for conference, I think it's a little cooler. Um, our, our kids actually seem to really uh, thrive in that weather, yep. um, so um, not not too worried about that. And our kids, you know, we've had, we had a Harlan morning meet already, um, so we, we've done some practice running in the morning. Um, I, I think they're, well, I, I'm not, I think I know they're really amped up to go to the state meet and run, and uh, I, I think all three of them, uh, are, are going to be ready to have some really good races and really good times. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us here today. Congratulations on a great season so far and getting three qualifiers on to the state meet. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you again next week to kind of preview how the, the you know review how the week of practice and preview how uh, you feel like uh, you know those three will do up at the state meet next Saturday. Thank you very much. Uh, always happy to talk to you. You bet. Head coach again at Thomas Nelson with the Kepper Cross Country team. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show coming up next here on at KCIM. It happens every October. A Pork Month Showdown. A rivalry like no other. Bacon versus Pork Chop. Bacon. It's nature's candy. But there's nothing like a juicy chop right off the grill. So we want to know, are you Team Bacon or Team Pork Chop? Go to carolbroadcasting.com and tell us where you stand. One lucky entry will win $100 of the great taste of Iowa pork. But you can't win if you don't enter. It's time to take a side and tell us where you stand. Entry deadline is Tuesday, October 25th at 5 p.m. Cast your vote. But remember, we all have to get along after the rivalry lines are drawn. Bacon versus Pork Chop with KCIM, KKRL, and KIKD. Rusty Wintermote, the head volleyball coach with the Kemper Knights, joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. And Coach, uh, congratulations, you guys head into the regional semifinals coming up on Monday night, picking up that one over Underwood earlier this week. Appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. 
Well, good morning, Mr. Blakeman. It is a uh, beautiful weekend day out of here, and, uh, you know, just again, to have another Saturday off is nice. I get to go spend my day with my granddaughter. It's going to be her third birthday coming up, so uh got big plans for, for today, and uh, hopefully get to watch a little football while we're celebrating birthdays. There you go. Make sure you have an extra piece of cake or two today. Well, you know, I, I don't <laughs> think I probably need it, but I will probably have it. Uh-huh, all right, Coach. Let's bounce back uh, to to the earlier this week uh, on Wednesday night. You guys had a nice buy in the opening round. Got a chance to go watch Underwood play Panorama in the opening round on Monday. Then you hosted Underwood on on Wednesday night. Um, really nice first set for you. Great start to the second set. Something happened in that one. You end up losing it, but you bounce back. Win sets three and four. Twenty five twenty twenty five eighteen. Those are the last two sets to pick up a three one victory and advance. Let's start set one. Came out blocking, touching, digging, serving, hitting a little. Everything was going well, and you win it fairly handily, twenty-five to sixteen. Yeah, and, and like some say, I, I really we looked at the stats, and you know it was one of those games where all the phases seemed to be flowing with each other. Even when we got out of when they did a nice job with their serve, and we got out of the system, uh, we were able to come up with some attacks that were aggressive, even if they were off the net. And, uh, they struggled with that and they still had to do, uh, you know, deep ball attack, which kind of plays into our hands, but it seemed like we were flowing and it was really a nice sight to see. And, and, uh, serve was on and uh, I don't think we had many aces, but we just did enough to cause them issues that they were going to have to solve. And, uh, the block was even better because we, uh, played them to do a lot of cross hitting and, um, Kaylee and, Ashlyn and, and, uh, Brooke and, um, Macy all did a really nice job of making sure they could see the hitter outside the block. So we were playing a sharper angle and then trying to make them hit over the block and deep. And we knew that the Jacobson girl was going to have to, uh, come after us and, and, and she was going to be the one we had to focus on. And I felt when Sophie and, and those guys, uh, Brianna, Casey, Franny, Lauren, Aubrey, when they were getting touches on her specifically, uh, she started, she started playing it easy, which led into what we needed to do. And then Humphrey, she kept trying to pound it. But I think the big thing was, like you said before, was we got lots of control and we got lots of contesting and controlling that happened that allowed us to play aggressive, uh, in that first game. Coach, second game, you get up big, and then all of a sudden they go on an 11-0 run. They get the lead uh, by one or two. They they build that lead up to 24-19. You cut it to 24-23. Ended up losing 25-23. What flipped the schedule? What flipped the, the 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 momentum there that allowed them to get on that 11-0 run? Um, I think we started to play. Um, to me, our server C was was having a lot of problems. But then we started to play careful, and we just were trying to hope it over. Uh, even uh, even our hitters weren't snapping through uh, during that 11-point run that they went on. So it was all phases that really struggled, but we'd have a phase where we would struggle with our serve-receive, and then it would be a deep set from Ashlyn or Macy, and uh, well, specifically Ashlyn because that's when she was in. And Ashlyn would have to run her rear end off just to try and get something for the hitters to do. Well, then we wouldn't transition to make that hit. 
And when all those phases were falling apart, um, it, it was it was something you tried to call timeout, timeout, and just say, okay, just take a deep breath, let's calm down. Here's the things that we got to improve on to get us out of it. And it just seemed like it, the gods weren't with us for those 11 points. But I will take my hat off to the kids, and they bounced back to make it close. So they showed some fight, and they didn't die. Uh, and I just, when it was, I think the last time out, it was one of those conversations. I just said, you know what, however this game ends, and I've stated this before to them, however this game ends, build on your momentum for the next game. Win this one, you're building your momentum for the next game, and then you're going to find your way into some success. And they fought back. Um, I, you know, we just had an unlucky, it wasn't unlocked, but we missed that serve. And that right there just kind of, uh, kind of told the tale of that game. But they, the timeout, or not timeout, the in between two and three, uh, they were mad at each other. Not at each other, at each other, but they were mad of the way that they were playing. And, and, uh, the senior stood up and, and stood in and said, this is not how we're going to end our season. This is not how we're going to play as Kemper. We've done so much this year. Let's build off of what we just did. So timeouts aren't mine anymore. Uh, it's been nice to see. The timeouts have been the girls looking each other in the eye and just reminding them. Because the only last thing I said was that you do your job. When you do your job, everybody else is fine. And we started to see that through job responsibility and just communication. Got better from the end of that game two and then led into three and most of four. So um, nothing I did. Uh, it was them just challenging each other, which was fun to see. And you mentioned that that momentum off of that run there at the end of set two did carry through to give you guys the three-to-one victory. You move on now, which is what you want, win in advance at this time of the year. You get a trainer club um, that's come in playing well. They've beaten Missouri Valley, who is the number one seed in your region. Uh, the two times they've met them, they're going to come in uh, to the tonight's game, or excuse me, to the game coming up uh, on, on Monday night at 28 and 8 on the season. But uh, this is a good matchup for you guys. Just got to go out and play your style of volleyball. It is, and again, watching some videos and talking to some coaches, um, they're a team that's probably the most improved team in the Western Iowa Conference, and obviously they won that tournament uh, because they started out rated, fell out because they, they had a slow start. But they've come back into it in the last rating, and I think they sit two behind us. Um, they have some hitters. They, they, play, uh, they play very, very similar to what Underwood does. And is that they, uh, they make you focus on their big girl who's about 6'3, six, 6'4, six, and then they'll hit you with some quick, uh, outside hitting. The big girl plays right side hitter. Um, but I, I believe because they play similar to Underwood and Underwood's played them several times and has had opportunities to beat them, just didn't, uh, just means that they know how to win as well. And so I really feel it could be one of those. Uh, Lewis Central battles, um, but I, I think we solved the problem. If it, if it is a Lewis Central, we go to what we did against them, and that was hit that hard, hit it hard, hit it hard, serve aggressive, but be calm. Um, because both teams watching their videos, when they've been calm and relaxed and made passes and hit, 
they're very talented. Um, and that's just, again, same way with us. So I, I really expect this one to be a really hard-fought battle to have that opportunity to play in a regional final. Well, Coach, it should be a lot of fun on Monday. I know I look forward to coming out and broadcasting that matchup. So appreciate you joining us here. Enjoy uh, the weekend. Uh, wish your, your little granddaughter a happy birthday for me. And, again, uh, enjoy the cake and enjoy the nice weather this weekend. I will. You as well, Mr. Blanklin, and we'll see you on Monday, sir. You bet. Head Coach Rusty Wintermode again with the Kemper Volleyball Team. We've got more coming up from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. With Harvest Now in full swing, you've got some steering wheel time and have probably started thinking about what equipment your farm needs in 2023. Olson's Outdoor Power has what you need. Utility vehicles like the Polaris Ranger and Can-Am Defender for picking up rocks in the field, shuttling equipment, or driving down to the pasture. Wilson Livestock Trailers, Aeroquip, Headgates, Chutes, Alleys, and Tubs for working cattle. H&H Trailers for moving your skid loader or cleaning up brush piles. Chainsaws from Steel and Echo to make those brush piles. And commercial-grade mowers from Dixie Chopper and Xmark to keep those bin sites and hog buildings looking great. No matter what you're looking for, when you finally crawl out of the cab of your combine, tractor, or semi this fall, stop in and see us. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop with locations in Atlantic and Carroll. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop. MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on 1380 KCIM continues on here this morning. We're going to talk right now with uh, Carroll Head Volleyball Coach Michaela Clank. And, Coach, always good to catch up with you. Yeah, good to talk to you. You bet, Coach. Uh, disappointing that uh, this will be our last interview as the season came for an end for you and the girls on Thursday night. But let's bounce back to some better days. Uh, Tuesday, you guys hosted Storm Lake, uh, went out and picked up a 3-0 win, winning 25-16, 25-23, and 25-17. to 17. Uh, How did you feel like the girls played now that you've had a kind of a few days to kind of reflect back on that match? Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but we got the job done, um, and it was a good warm-up um, to have before Tuesday, especially um, playing in that high-pressure situation of uh, regionals. Coach, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you guys swung that night. Uh, how did you feel like the offense uh, went? Uh, you had a number of girls, Cam Shable, uh, Shea Sennard each had eight kills. I thought Maddie Thornock named her our player of the game that night. Uh, I had her for seven kills uh, that night. So um, did you feel like you guys swung pretty well at the net? Um, I think when we had good hits, they were they were good and they were placed. Um, we were struggling um, with a little consistency there um, or and hitting efficiency and just um, working on those errors. But when we were able to work out of it, um, our hits were spot on. What do you think was was kind of causing some of those errors? What were the things that you guys were trying to fix here late in the season with that? Um, hitting the spots, not just trying to get the ball over the net, um, and then just working on reaching high, getting on top of the ball, um, and then making our offense a little more aggressive. Which set did you feel like you guys played the best the other night against Storm Lake? Um, oh, goodness, trying to think back to it. Um, I think that first set, um, I know that we got down, we lagged a little bit, but um, it always seems like we come out um, strong right away with a lot of intensity. Yeah, I, I thought so as well. Set two was a little bit of a struggle. Um, what, what do you think was the difference for you guys to pull out that 25-23 late, uh, win late in that second set? 
Yeah, I think um, we just got a little too comfortable and expected them um, to just give us the ball easily. And then we weren't making um, plays on our side of the net. We were just returning free balls with free balls um, instead of playing aggressive. How did you feel like you guys served that night? I know you talked a little Thursday night about that was a focus. You did have eight aces, but only an 85% serving percentage that night. Yeah, um, we're always working towards that um, consistency in serving. Um, and with 88%, that doesn't give us a lot of opportunities um, to get points. It just gives the other team more points. Um, so, yeah, that was our focus for Thursday. Coach, uh, let's bounce to Thursday night. You had to go down and play a North Polk team that you knew was good. You'd seen them twice during the year, once in conference and once really early in the season prior to that at the Bondurant for our tournament. Uh, jumped up 2 nothing in that first game, and then it just didn't seem like any ball would kind of bounce your way. Yeah. Um, yeah we knew that they were going to be a strong team. Um, they have an awesome libero, two great setters. Um, they're strong at the net. Um, so we really focus on like finding their weaknesses. Um, we know that if we um, place the ball in between people, then we could get them off their game. Um, and it seemed to work until that last set. Um, then they really kind of their their hitters started amping up, and they kind of proved their point that they wanted to go to state. Coach, uh, that second set, I, I talked to you about it Thursday after the match in the post game. Uh, you're down 11 to one after losing that first set, but uh, you know Maddie Thornock had a block, had a kill, and all of a sudden the, the momentum changed. All of a sudden, you guys cut it to 14 to 13. That says a lot, uh, kind of about the fight that this uh, this group of girls had. Yeah, they um, are a super competitive group, and they just I just hats off to them for fighting back, especially um, with such a against such a good team. Um, they just held constant and then didn't give up. What do you take away from the season as the season comes to an end? We'll talk about the group of seniors here in a moment. But uh, uh, we mentioned the other night you got some good young players coming back. So what's the focus kind of going to be in the off season? Yeah, just developing um, those younger players. We've got Olivia Rowetter coming back, Riley Noggle, um, Caitlin Aiden, and then as well as um, some other sophomores and even um, freshmen coming up that show a lot of potential looking forward to next year and i know that we're just a couple of days removed from the end of the season but i know what this program means to you i could tell that on thursday night so uh, my guess is you've already kind of started to flip the page towards next season a little bit um just thinking ahead a little um just relishing in this season too i'm going to miss those seniors but um we just have to prepare keep keep on preparing for next year Let's talk about that group of seniors. I'm going to run through all the names here. Uh, Shea Sennard, Mackenzie Johnson, Madison Tuning, um, Caitlin Tigges, Madison Fornock, uh, Shane Ashinger, uh, Cameron Chable, Andrea Sander, Ava Gross, and Alexis Romick, uh, the seniors that uh, suited for you this year. So a big group, and, and we kind of talked uh, before the interview here today. It was a fun group to be around and just some really great kids. Yeah, um, they're so competitive and um this season is so grueling. I mean, we spent almost every day with each other since June, even though the season didn't start till um, August. And um, they're so competitive and not only, like, great athletes, but they're great people, too. Um, they're going to do awesome things in life. 
Any kind of fun story about this senior group that you can share with us from this past season? I don't know. They're always making crazy TikTok videos, and I always seem to walk in on them. And, <laughs> um, they probably don't want their coach watching, but they're just a bunch of goofballs, and it's been a pleasure. Well, I tell you what, Coach, it's been a pleasure getting to work with you again this year. Appreciate all the time. As, as I said to, to Coach Corey McCarville last night on the uh, New Way Auto Group scoreboard show, I don't know if anybody realizes how much as a media people we bother you guys for, for results, for lineups, for interviews and everything. So uh, we know we make it long nights for you and, and late seasons and long seasons, but we appreciate all the time and, and looking forward to next year. Yeah, thank you. You bet. Head coach Michaela Klink again with the uh, Carroll Volleyball team. We'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up next year on KCIM. <coughs> My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure for max strength daytime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. Dayquil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure. The daytime, non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use as directed. I studied Spanish in college and never got fluent. But then I tried Babbel. Want the most effective way to learn another language? In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel's bite-sized lessons will have you learning another language in as little as three weeks. Babbel gets you speaking quickly about things you actually talk about in the real world. University studies have shown that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a semester of college Spanish. If you want to learn a new language, there's no better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try Babbel for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on this uh, Saturday morning. Let's talk a little swimming right now with uh, Deb Danner, the head coach for the Carroll Tigers. They had a good week, uh, a lot of time spent down in Council Bluffs. Last Saturday they were down there for an event uh, at uh, Lewis Central and then headed uh, to Abe Lincoln on a Tuesday night. Coach, appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. You bet. It's good to be here. Coach, good week for you and the girls. Uh, again, last Saturday went down to Lewis Central's invite, uh, finished fourth there in a pretty strong field with Sioux, Cent- uh, Sioux City Metro, Lewis Central, and Spencer uh, finishing in the top three. But, uh, you know, I, I get the sense you feel like the girls swam well here late in the season down there on Saturday. Oh, definitely. They they We showed up and, and we swam some really good times. Um, the girls all did fantastic. Uh, you know, swimming, some of them swimming their best times. Um, so yeah, you know, it's nice to see we're still making improvements and, uh, just late in the season. So, um, yeah, it, it was a very good meet for the girls. I think they, uh, really had a lot of fun and, and they swim their hearts out. What are you looking for right now with the girls and, and the improvements that you're looking for at this time with, with the postseason right around the corner? And I know you guys are, are kind of in the midst maybe of, of that uh, that hard week that uh, you have to put them through. So sometimes time's not where they've been earlier in the year. So what are you looking for at this time of the year? Yeah, you know, if we can swim at least close to our best times, um, that's what I'm looking for. I'm, um, really looking for uh, attitude, <laughs> um, you know, because it, it's, you know, like you said, we're getting into that tough week of practice, and um, it's real hard. It's it's real easy to get down on yourself, and, and you know, um, so I'm just looking that they stay in a positive mindset, and, you know, as long as they can swim close to their, their best times, um, I'd say we're doing really well. 
Let's talk about the relays last week and uh, what stood out for you about how the relays swam. Yeah, you know, the relays did fantastic. Um, you know, still kind of mixing things around a little bit, seeing what I want to do. Um, you know, haven't made any uh, decisions yet on that. Uh, got a little bit of time yet, so we, we can get that figured out. But um, the relays, uh, you know, the girls are working really well together. Um, exchanges are looking excellent. So, um, you know, they as long as they uh, all have a, a great attitude together, They'll always have a great relay together. So, in the individuals, uh, I know Emma Myers just continues uh, to swim really, really well for you. Just an outstanding swimmer. But it looked like Amelia Holt and Haley Burns also had a good meet for you down there at uh, Lewis Central. Oh, definitely, Haley. Uh, she broke her minute um, in her hundred free, which we've been waiting for. So we finally <laughs> got that. So I was thrilled with that. So. Um, you know, and I think she was finally like, okay, it's clicking for me now. I, I've got this. I can do this. So um, that that was just great, you know, and that just pumps them up. When, you know, and they pump each other up when they have great times. So, you know, that's just, it's so much fun to watch. You know, and uh, Amelia Holt did great in her 100 fly. Um, swam a great time, uh, you know, right back to where she needed to be. So, um you know, like I said, that you know, when when one has a success, they all have a success. Um, it just it just radiates throughout the entire team. So, um, you know, it, it's fun to watch those. What was the reaction like when Haley finished her 100 free and got under that minute mark this year for the first time? Yeah, you know, she turned and looked at the clock, and she just had a big old smile on her face. She was thrilled to death. Um, you know, and and the other girls were just at the at the side of the pool cheering for her and you know she turns and looks at them and and it's just you know it, it's a great feeling knowing that the team is there for each other coach uh, tuesday you guys had to go back down two counts of bluffs uh, you went down to take on abraham lincoln picked up a nice team win there 96 to 63 uh kind of an odd night swimming wise for for you and the girls but uh you you picked up a, a really nice win and and the girls went out and, and got some good work in the way it sounds Oh, definitely. Yeah, it, it's a different kind of meet. Um, they have a short course meter pool, so it's a 25 meter pool. Uh, you know, everywhere else we go, it's 25 yards. So it was a little bit different, you know, and I had the girls prepared, or I thought I had the girls prepared for that. Um, a few of them right, right away were like, Oh, that was so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit longer, you know, when you're swimming a 200, you know, you're swimming more than a 200 and, and, uh, you know, you can tell them these things, but until they actually do it, um, you know, they don't really get it until it actually happens. So, yeah, you know, they, so they, they got over that and, uh, you know, they just had some fun with that meet and, and, you know, the more fun they're having, the better they swim, um, the better their times, the better their placing. So it, it was, um, just a really fun meet for him, uh, you know, and it's always fun to win. So that was that was a bonus there for him. But um, yeah, it, it was a different kind of meet for him, and uh, I think uh, most of them were were really pleased with their swims. And uh, you know, they I think they would actually be okay with going back again in a couple of years. So <laughs> it'll be fun. Coach, you mentioned Emma Myers in the season she's having. Sounded like. Uh, 
her work in the breaststroke and the in the IM that night were outstanding. And I also have to mention uh, took first place in 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 the in the, in the distance as well. And and that uh, they had it labeled as a four hundred freestyle that night. Yeah. It, so in meters, it's not a five hundred yard freestyle. It's a four hundred meter freestyle. It the time comes the distance is fairly close to a five hundred. So um, yeah, they they knock it down to a a 400 meter that's uh pretty standard throughout usa and fina swimming so um yeah it's so it's marked that's the only race that is actually swam at a different distance and then uh, talk about to emma and the in the breast and the im yeah you know um she's she's having a great season her breaststroke just keeps improving um her im keeps improving so, you know, and, and she knows she needs to keep going with those because uh, those will be her two events for districts. So, um, you know, she wants to qualify those again for for state this year as she did last year. And, uh, um, yeah, you know, as long as she can keep making improvements, uh, we'll be well on our way. Coach, you got one more regular season meet coming up. It's at home this Tuesday night at the Rec Center, so hopefully everybody comes out to, to cheer on this team. Going to be hosting Algona and Perry. What are you looking for from the girls in that final meet of the season? Yeah, um, you know, they're going to go into this tired, but I, you know, and they know I still expect uh, to see some fantastic times. Um, they're just going to have to dig deep and, and swim hard. Um Perry's got some exceptional swimmers, so they're gonna they're gonna be pushed, and and I love that. I I want them pushed. So um, yeah, we're just looking uh, to swim some really positive times, some close to our personal best times, and and that'll give me a real good indicator where we're at for districts. Well, Coach, congratulations on the last week. Best of luck coming up Tuesday. Uh, looking forward to seeing you and the girls out there. And enjoy the weekend and uh, enjoy your trip. I will. Thank you. You bet. Head Coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Girls Swim Team back with more from the MC Coach Cafe Coaches Show coming up here on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food. And you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. That's going to wrap up the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show again for this Saturday morning. Thanks to Craig Rowetter, Ryan Steinkamp, Thomas Nelson, Rusty Wintermote, Michaela Klink, and Deb Danner for joining us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in here again this morning. Thanks to Mark and everybody down at MC's Country Cafe for hosting this show. Uh, we'll have another show coming up for you next week. Don't forget to check out those football recap stories coming up over the weekend for all of our local games played last night. I'll get those typed up as the weekend goes on. We do have volleyball playoffs coming up for you on Monday. All three of our stations, Kemper, South Central Calhoun and Glidden, Kemper on KCIM, South Central Calhoun on Kick, and Glidden Ralston on KKRL. So we'll get that schedule uploaded on Sunday uh, so you can find out all of the sports coming up next week. So join us here again for the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show coming up next Saturday. Have a great weekend, everybody.